At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the nightcap with tim murray and super bowl champion sean king on vsin the sports betting network And running on a what is today? Tuesday? Yeah, it's it Tuesday. Is Tuesday. No football Tuesday. No okay. action. No action. We got a lot of college basketball. We got hockey going on. We got uh, Tim donating to sports books for college basketball going on because that's just what I do. You told me I wasn't allowed to bet until Tuesday, and you did it anyway. And I did it anyway. And now you're suffering. And I no no no. It is Tuesday. I'm betting today. But you did it before, so that the, is true. The karma that was cooking on the stove. You took it off, you tasted the meal, and you don't like it, but the food wasn't Let's ready. see. What did I lose yesterday? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I lost there. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's okay. <sighs> we'll start it again. But we have to all go all the way back to day one. The three-day fast. Well, we need we need Wisconsin. To cleanse your soul. But I, I can't. I just can't lay off. I just I, I, I need the college hoop action. Uh, but uh, if Wisconsin could figure out a way, uh, leading 41-35 here at the half, <laughs> the salvage part of the night. I should probably, like Bart Simpson, I need to go on the chalkboard and say, I will not bet against Davidson ever again. You know, a couple last week we were on the show. You didn't learn? Well, you know, when you're at home and you're up 59-53, Sean, like VCU was with five and a half minutes to go, and then you lose 63-61. to 30, 61, Who was favored? Uh, VCU was. You said you liked them as home dogs. No, I didn't say that. Yeah, I thought. No. Okay. So. Whatever. Maybe I just maybe Shaka. That, oh, is yeah, a Shaka. Home dog. Well, okay. Shaka used to coach at VCU, right. so you, I could understand that. Okay. So we got a lot going on. We are inching closer. Jimmy Garoppolo. Is it his shoulder? Is it his thumb? Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? It's a good-looking fellow, though. That's all I know. They want him to be a good quarterback. I don't think they care how he looks now. That kind of faded uh, second half of the Super Bowl. Yeah, against Kansas City. Um, Can you imagine Trey Lance has a start? Oh, oh man. Well, I tell you what. Packer fans, we'll talk to John Kuhn coming up bottom of the hour. He'll give us the latest because the Packers, everything you read about the Packers, it's this guy's getting healthy. That guy's getting healthy. That guy's getting healthy. And the 49ers, they've got Nick Bosa dealing with the concussion. Fred Werner, will he play? Will he not play? Now Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe it's Trey Lance. We saw the line tick up a half point today to six. So from a betting perspective, 
should you go and lock in the Packers now and then just be reactive to whatever happens later? Because obviously if it comes out that Bosa isn't playing, Garoppolo isn't playing, say that comes out Thursday or Friday, then this line is going to move significantly. Yes. Oh, if it's Trey Lance, I would imagine if it's Trey Lance in there, I think there's so many differing opinions, Sean, on what Jimmy Garoppolo means to the line. I mean, we saw what Aaron Rodgers meant to the line uh, when they played the Kansas City Chiefs earlier this year. And he's worth a full touchdown, if not more. I don't know what Jimmy Garoppolo is. Trey Lance has started a game this year. If you were an odds maker and Jimmy Garoppolo is ruled out, the anticipation was Jimmy Garoppolo was going to play and they were a a five-and-a-half-point underdog. What is the drop-off from Jimmy G to Trey Lance? I mean, for me, it's, sig- house it's significant. I mean, you saw how these other guys playing their first playoff game fair this past weekend. Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray. You know, uh, Joe Burrow was probably the only guy playing his first playoff game that played well. Derek Carr didn't play well. If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, this was his first playoff game, or was it his second? I think it was his first because he broke his leg, right, when they won the, playoff, won right. the playoffs back. Yeah, so, I, I mean, it's first. tough. And on the road, I mean, in a hostile environment, inclement weather, you know, be a lot of things working against them. You know, Kyle Shanahan has already said publicly he's not extremely comfortable running the Wildcat package yep. with Trey Lance because he's unfamiliar with the defensive looks that he gets. So, But what I was going to say, though, I know the way, at least <laughs> the guys that I work with, I know, I know the way that these two Packer fans – Think. And we'll talk to John Kuhn if that's the case. <laughs> They're going to get nightmares back to Kaepernick. You remember Colin Kaepernick just running all over the Packers? Was that the? I can't remember if that was NFC Championship or if that was divisional round. Two weekend. things. I, I'm not. I'm not. Trey saying Lance it, is not Kaepernick. I'm not and saying that, that he game is. was in San Francisco. No, no, no. Wasn't it? No, that game was in Green Bay. Oh, yeah, he ran I all the over. Game was in San Francisco. I think the, the first time around. So two years ago, when Raheem Mostert went nuts, that was in San Francisco. I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong, I'm pretty sure when Colin Kaepernick ran for like, I think he ran for like 200 yards. I know Michael Vick ran all over them in the playoffs at Lambeau Field. Uh, so, But real quickly, while you look that up, I just want to get a, an update real quick on, uh, on a game that is important to you. Mm-hmm. Duke and Florida State. Duke, it was in San Francisco? Okay, Sean was right. It was in San Francisco. Michael Vick's game was in yeah. Lambeau, so that was in San Francisco. All right. Um, I didn't remember snow. And I was trying to talk myself into there being no snow in Green Bay playoff times. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think there's going to be snow on Saturday night. It's going to be, I think, with the wind chill, like negative five. Nice, nice. So classic Lambeau weather. But uh, I do want to bring this up. So we're watching Duke and Florida State here. Duke closed here at Circa a five-and-a-half-point favorite. They lead 38-33 to 33 at the half, Sean. So a good so Duke doing the patented Duke thing. They go on a 7-0 run to close the half. They lead 38-33. to The first half line was 2.5. Duke mm-hmm. minus 2.5. Florida State hits a three-quarters court shot at the buzzer, but you see directly behind the gentleman who put up the shot, ref just going like this, no shot, no shot after the buzzer. So what a roller coaster of emotions if you had – Plus two and a half in the first half for Florida State. You were up two. Duke goes on a 7-0 run. Then you hit a three-quarters court shot to get the cover just to be waved off. Yeah, I, I, tend, to, I tend to not bet Duke uh, 
I don't like to emotionally be attached. I think that's fair, and especially as a favorite. Because I hate for my team to win and they don't cover and I'm upset. Yeah, totally. But fair. historically, we've never fared well in Tallahassee. Like forever, forever, for whatever reason, historically, even some of our best teams, when we go to Tallahassee, the Seminoles seem to have our numbers. So I wouldn't have touched that game anyway. Yeah, and uh, I had a uh, someone on Twitter uh, when I put out that I would be going yet again against Davidson like a moron, which I was, and they blew it. Uh, but we had a tweet from one of our listeners. Let me pull it up here. Uh, Russell Smith said, got a couple ACC home dogs tonight in Florida. The Chapel Hill and Durham fade parlay. Well, the first leg of that parlay came home with relative ease as Miami was a two-and-a-half-point underdog at home tonight to UNC. They led by 27 at the half and won 85-57. to 57. Miami's been kind of an erratic team this year. Hard, hard to keep track of. I will say this, though. I got my tickets today. Um, for, oh, for Duke? Yeah. For, You're going to see them play Florida State, February right? February 19th. There you go. Uh, in Durham. Yeah. Excited about that. I think it's the second to last home game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think they closed the regular season at home against UNC. So, yeah. the way it should be. Right. As Coach K so, will yeah, I'll be there February 19th. I'm trying to decide. Should I paint my face blue or white? I don't know. Or blue and white. Split it right down the middle? Yeah. Did you paint your face when you went to the Gonzaga game? No. Why not? Neutral court. So? No. You got to jump up and down like the face Cameron Face painting crazies. is for Cameron. That's something specific to Cameron Indoor Stadium is painting the face. I would say I'd like to split look. I'll, I'll decide Blue as we get white. closer. I'll decide as we get closer. See what uniform they're wearing, what sneaker combinations. You know, see what everybody else in the crowd's wearing. I don't want to have a blue face and it's a whiteout or something. It's true. Right, so. Well, we'll keep us posted. We'll be waiting with bated breath. A month away from you heading down to Durham. Yeah, man. It'll be fun. I have yet, I've been to a football game in Durham, but never a basketball game. Unbelievable atmosphere. I can only imagine. And uh, it being the second to last game will be uh It'll be fun to watch. So, uh, we I forgot to ask, where are my manners? What do we got tonight going Puck on the Shadamis. ice? Puxadamas has the Vancouver Canucks, who are up 2-1 right now on a straight bet. Uh, it's the third period. Hopefully, Vancouver can close this thing out. I thought the Predators looked a little fatigued. They've played the Blues, you know, back-to-back games, tough games. I also have the Calgary Flames. Florida Panthers, one of the better teams in the National Hockey League. Not quite as good on the road as they are at home. Calgary was rested. Thought this was a good spot for Calgary. And I also have the Lightning on the puck line at the L.A. Kings. I'm not sure if that game started. I think it's a 7.30 start. So we'll keep you guys up to date. Three straight bets tonight. I had a parlay earlier. I got a little fancy. I added (laughs) soccer to my parlay, something you should never do. I took Chelsea. Minus 180, and, of course, the game ended in a tie. So, my ticket was busted, so. Why? 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 I was listening to Jared Smith. Look, Jared's my guy. He, he loves the footy. And then I texted. Last a, summer. I texted a couple other people. Here was the deal seller for me. He liked Chelsea to win 2-1. I texted a couple other people that like soccer. They all text me back the same thing. They think it's a 2-1 Chelsea win. So I kicked them in, and they kicked me out. Look, I lost on college basketball tonight, so I have no room to talk. I faded a team that's won 13 straight games. But you deserve to lose that. Well, I just dipped my toe in the pool. I don't like the way the water feels. 
Temperature's not quite right. You don't have to worry about it happening put, again. Put some footy in there. I mean, what are we doing? Hey, I Jay Smeezy rolls with us sometimes. I know. Jay, look, I said, let me last, try and roll with Jay Smeezy. Last summer, you know, I remember a, a Saturday morning. The Euro was going on. We we got the Danish. I was eating a Danish early in the morning. A nice victory there. I think in like the quarterfinals. But I, I don't mess with you know, Premier League. I don't even know how that league works. So all I do mess with is college basketball, which has uh, been treating me very poorly, and I need Wisconsin to take care of I will say this, tonight. and I might have to have Jeff Benson come on at some point, or we, we got to get Chris Andrews or one of our sportsbook guys on because they're not putting the hockey out, the overnights. They're really limiting the, 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 the menu, and the, the lines are changing significantly. It's the nightcap. Take John Kuhn coming at 7.30. Be back in a second. <laughs> at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in this segment of the Nightcap being brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and they're available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. For your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Tim Murray, Sean King with you. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. As we get closer and closer to the start of divisional round weekend. How about this, Sean? You know, we talked about all these games last night, but the fact that we're heading into this round, and I know wild card weekend was not as exciting to some. It was that was fantastic. I mean, I I enjoyed From I especially I enjoyed Saturday. At. It was yeah. a lot of fun. But here we sit heading into divisional round weekend, Sean, and every single game is under a touchdown spread. And Three of them are under four points. Now we're starting to see that 
Tennessee line continue to creep up, but um, you know, you you were in the situation, and you know, we're gonna have John Kuhn, former Packer, on to talk about the Packers and how they're getting healthier. When you have that week off here, and now it just it feels incredibly advantageous to have it because there's only one per conference. But what is that week like, Sean? Because you dealt with it in Tampa. What is that week normally like? While everyone else is playing, the opponent you're going to have coming to your house is playing. How, how does that week transpire? Well, do you ever go on vacation? Uh, yes, I do. You know how you work and you work and you work and you work and you, you love your job, but it's still it's a lot. It's stressful. The preparation, the, you know, having to perform day in and day out. Even if it's just a three four day getaway, you come back and you're refreshed. That's what being off the first week does for you. It takes the wear and tear of having to play a game off of your body. It takes the wear and tear mentally and uh, emotionally of having to be locked in. What are we doing? What schemes are we running? What are our adjustments versus what looks they're giving us defensively or offensively? You get to just take a breath and relax. Do a little self-analysis. Where was I good this year? Where was I bad from a team standpoint? You do a little self-scouting. Okay, do we have some severe tendencies in third and short? Are we in a certain personnel group too much? Are we always running the play to the boundary as opposed to the field or vice versa? Defense, are we always bringing the same type of blitz in these situations? Like it gives you a week to really do a broad overview of the organization from a scheme standpoint and a player standpoint and kind of reset and get ready to go out. And I think it's a huge advantage. It's a rewarding Thing, and I would, what I really wish the NFL would do is if it takes adding another team to the playoffs, fine, but I think the top two teams should get that by. I do like that scenario better. Um, I don't know if it's taking a team away or adding another team, but I think the top two teams should get a bye. Well, I don't like that only one team in each conference gets the bye because rewarding the best record has so much to do with what division you play in a lot true. of times. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, you look at – if the Rams were in the NFC East, they probably don't lose one game. <laughs> you know, but they're in the NFC West, and they play in a division with two other playoff teams. You know, it, it's And the in, fourth is Seattle. Right. It's a huge advantage based on what division you're in. Well, you look at, I mean, Dallas, there were scenarios late in the season where because of their conference record had a chance to get in, and they went 6-0 and against their division this year, which was, as we know, Philly, Giants, and Washington all – uh, update, Winnipeg just went up 3-1. That's great news. There you go. Uh, we're in the third period there, 7 minutes, 41 Vancouver, seconds. Vancouver, I mean, Winnipeg lost I mean, caps. Vancouver connects. You bet against my caps tonight. Yeah, and Winnipeg Come sent on, it to man. overtime and then gave up a, by the way, great play by the caps. But I don't think the, I think the caps are like, I don't think they've won a playoff game or a overtime game like all year. They're like 0-8. And, and they're, they're a funky team because they're so talented on paper, but they never they're really old, man. put it together either. They're old. Anyway, the lightning. The Never real, put it together. The real game is starting here shortly. You know, we got 18, I'm sorry, did you say my caps? 18 minutes and 25 seconds until this year's Stanley Cup champions, which will be three in a row, by the way, uh, drop the puck tonight. That would be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Don't, don't you – you say that the Caps never put it together. I remember them hoisting a cup in yeah, this city. You're right. Yeah, they put it together. They did. One here. Beat your lightning. What have you done for me lately? Do, do, I think. I think do, in the last. Do, I think oh, last. Oh, oh, yeah. Who's won? Who's won more recently? The Caps or Duke? Oh, that's not fair. 
It's just, as you would say on Twitter, hashtag facts. We were in a transitionary Boom. period. Boom. Oh. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Uh, <laughs> Gotcha. All right. John Kuhn going to join us bottom of the hour. All right. So let's take a look at these trends for number one seeds. Uh, Our producer does such a great job. He does do a very good job. all these little cute graphs together. I don't think he knows what they mean, but they look (laughs) Mean, man. All right. So last year, the number one seeds, 2-0 straight up in the divisional round, 1-1 ATS. 2020, 1-1 straight up, 1-1 ATS. So you can kind of tell by the trend if you're taking a look at it. More often than not, in the last 10 years, the number one seeds are going to win. They're 16-4 and straight up. But they haven't been all that profitable. The interesting thing about this year, Sean, is the fact that the spreads are relatively tight with Green Bay under a touchdown at six. By the way, Wisconsin, come on. Give me those Green Bay vibes. We need you to win this game. And Cincinnati, which opened for a moment at two and a half, has now gone to four. You are sorry, Tennessee, I beg your pardon. You really like Tennessee in this spot. Mm -hmm. Have you, as we've sat back, the Jimmy Garoppolo news, the Packers getting a little healthier. Are you feeling more or less confident with Green Bay on Saturday night? Uh, So full disclosure here, I have a Super Bowl exact of 49ers over Titans, Titans over 49ers. Yep. Worst case scenario happened for me in the 49ers-Dallas game outside of the 49ers actually winning. That was Garoppolo played worse as the game went on. Mm-hmm. He came down. Through that pick, Garoppolo alleged, did. Allegedly even more banged up than before. And they potentially lose a significant contributor, probably the most individually talented player they and have Bosa. in Bosa. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a fight between Bosa, Kittles, and Debo. But it's, it's one of those three, so... It's kind of up in the air for me now. You know, I don't know how much Kyle trusts Garoppolo. And that defense isn't nearly as dominant as a pass rush unit without Bosa as they are with him. And that's going to matter when they're playing Rodgers. Now, you can get away with that against Dak, you know, who's kind of in that second, third bubble, you know, of quarterbacks in the league. By the way, there's only three quarterbacks that made $40 million this year, and Dak was one of them. A tremendously amazing stat. Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> Jared Allen, and, and Dak Prescott. Boy, I wish I played for Jerry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, and, and Zeke is the, isn't he the highest-paid running back Zeke in the league? second. Jeez. Mari yes. Cooper's making $100-plus million. Didn't even play? Man. I'm my so God, de- why didn't you send me to Dallas? I'm so devastated right now. <laughs> Gee whiz. Anyway, uh, so I, I just think it's a tough – it's a tough deal for the, for the 49ers because they're banged up. I mean, if Trey Lance has to play, that is so unfair to the young quarterback. Oh, yeah. Now, the Cole won't bother him because he went to North Dakota State. Yeah, but they so put in a dome up I there. know, but you ever walked outside <laughs> North Dakota? Remember they did game day there yeah, one time. Yeah, you, you can walk outside, but you're not throwing a football. I guess if he goes to South Dakota State, it's not any warmer. Yeah, the blood thickens. I don't know, man. But Negative crowd, five wind chills, negative five wind chill for a, for a young for man. For me, the cold doesn't affect you as much as the crowd noise. Like, there are certain fan bases that are high IQ fan bases a.k.a. Kansas City, a.k.a. Buffalo, Green Bay, they are loud. They Mm -hmm. make it uncomfortable for the opposing team. There are other fan bases that are just as passionate. They just don't have the same football IQ, a.k.a. Dallas. 
at the end of that game when San Francisco's driving <laughs> trying to pick up a first down, you can hear a, a pin drop in that in in uh there's like thirty percent 49er fans in e- there. Either way, like all of those pictures of the Cowboy fans not crying. of them yelling. Like it would have been better if you were loud so they couldn't hear the snap. I mean, maybe false start. So like for a young quarterback playing somewhere like Green Bay where the fans know when to be loud, it's difficult. It really is. Yeah. I you know it's funny. My my initial so last week, my initial thought was 49ers over Cowboys. And then I changed it just seeing the way the market was going. And I I got a little spooked. I lost my cigar bet to you. Um now my initial thought was 49ers. I thought they had a good matchup. More and more, I think about this week, and the Packers are getting healthier, Sean. I don't like – you know I don't like – I'm just going to be patient. I agree. I'm but be patient and find if out. this starts to get a little more serious with Jimmy G, you say goodbye to anything under I'm just telling you, if it's Trey Lance and no Bosa, I don't think the extra point and a half is going to matter. So, I'll wait. How healthy are the Packers? We'll get the latest with former Packer John Kuhn next right here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you missed any part of our show or let's say this interview that we're about to have with John Koo, well, you can get it and all of our other shows with our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows, download and listen on your schedule. Go to vsin.com slash podcast, get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum, plus we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all free. Head over to vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. As Wisconsin throws up a brick, wonderful to see. Goodness gracious. Uh, but John Kuhn, host in the Milwaukee area, also uh, a sideline analyst and former Green Bay Packer. John, always a pleasure, man. We appreciate it. Uh, let's start with the health of the Packers. Bakhtiari played and was destroying people in Week 18, which was fun to watch. Billy Turner, Jair Alexander, Zadarius Smith. What is your expectations for all of those guys come Saturday night? Oh, yeah. So that, that's a tough one, right? Like uh, Jair, he's been prepping and he's been practicing and, and he looks prime ready to start and, and probably play the, the King's ransom of plays at that outside cornerback position and, and maybe even in at the, at the nickelback position when they, when they go sub. Uh, Zadarius Smith, he just recently started practicing and and you know the the big thing with him was when he came back for the the beginning of the season he needed to try and work himself into shape into football shape is what we call it and at that time he was just he was big it was it was an off season of of working out and strength training and uh unfortunately because of the back injury he wasn't able to get where he needed to be and that first game of the season his body didn't look the way that it used to look in the past. And clearly his back was still bothering him. He went under the knife, did the surgery. I can tell you guys right now, he looks physically, he looks phenomenal. He looks ready to go. And, uh, and that's a hard thing to do with as much time as he has missed. So I, I expect both those guys to play and, and be an impact. And whether Zadarius um, gets a lot of plays 
defensively or if he is just kind of spot treating on first and second down with Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary, and then really coming in to, to be a part of a sub package to try and generate some pressure on third downs. That, that's probably where I see his biggest impact. Jair, I expect playing a lot. Um, but Josh Myers came back the last game, played and, and played significant time and, and played very well in that first half against the Lions, had no real setbacks. David Bakhtiari is the one big question mark here in Green Bay. He did come back. He played 27 games in that last regular season game. Um, and I can say, even though there's no announced setbacks, there was definitely a moment of, it was, was he conditionally gassed? Um, what, what, there was a little concern on the sidelines as he was maybe talking to some doctors towards the end of the first half in that ball game. Matt LaFleur has not practiced him in a practice since that game. And, you know, there's a little bit of worry here in green Bay, Matt LaFleur saying all the right things that it's just precautionary measures, but until David Bakhtiari comes back, at least in a limited capacity of practice, um, that's a big question mark for the Green Bay Packers in this offensive line, even with how great Yash Nyman and the rest of this line has been, even without David Bakhtiari in the lineup throughout, yeah, really, the entirety of the season. You know, John, my question is, is not regarding injuries. My question is, if you looked at this Green Bay team as many games as they won, they weren't that dominant. Like, they didn't win games by margin. It always seemed like... The other team found a way to kind of hang around and had a chance in the fourth game, in the fourth quarter to make it interesting. And on the defense, their Achilles heel has been teams that can really effectively run the football with extreme physicality. Well, what does San Francisco do at the highest level? That's what they do. Is Green Bay ready to make San Francisco one-dimensional and put the game on the shoulders of Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance if he can't go? And are they ready to go ahead and close teams out now that they seem to be getting healthy. You know, that's been the, that that's been the big question really of, of Matt LaFleur's entire tenure here in green Bay. All, all they do during the regular season is win games and they win a lot of close games. Uh, there's, there's a lot of talk as to, are they lucky or do they just know how to win at the end? Is, is Aaron Rodgers just that good of a quarterback that he can win you football games when you don't particularly play perfect or flawless or bury a team, but you play well enough that when you have yourself a chance in the fourth quarter, he's just better than the opposing quarterback and he will will the team to victory. I think this Packer team this year, unlike the last two years does have that edge of toughness defensively. They are a top 10 defense in yards, um, statistically, they are a, a much better defense. A lot of that has to do with the offense, however. A lot of that has to do with the offense, controlling time of possession, controlling the football, putting pressure on other teams' offenses. A lot of, a lot of the yards that you see from other teams is later in the game, second half, fourth quarters, when they're fighting to, to, to claw back, and, and the Packers may have maybe be taking their foot off the gas a little bit defensively, just trying to preserve these victories. But that's definitely a notion of concern here in Green Bay is they haven't really buried teams when they've had the opportunity to do it. They've gotten a lot of wins. They put themselves in position to win a lot of wins. And all the talk out of the team, meaning Aaron Rodgers, Coach Matt LaFleur, the rest of the players, is it, the, the main objective is to win the game. And to their credit, they've done that a lot. They've got 39 wins in the regular season in the last two years. But as we know, they've fallen short in the biggest moments in the last two seasons. So this is an opportunity with this team to prove that, that they are different if 
feels somewhat different here around Green Bay, and this could not be a a more pivotal matchup with San Francisco, as you said, kind of been Aaron Rodgers' Achilles heel in the playoffs. You know, it's so ironic, and we have John Kuhn on, former Packers fullback, uh, part of the media there now, you know, covering the Packers in Wisconsin. They beat this same 49ers team 30-28 to in the regular season, but that game, Green Bay was up 17-0. Fell asleep at the wheel, and all of a sudden, with under a minute left, Jimmy Garoppolo throws a touchdown to, I think it was the fullback, and they're behind. Now, Rodgers makes a... You know, he went in God mode and makes an unbelievable throw to Devontae <laughs> Adams, who, by the way, I think had 12 yeah. catches, 132 yards, and a touchdown. Here's my question, John. Big Ben Roethlisberger just retired. When you look at the supporting cast that Big Ben had from the time he got to Pittsburgh till now, ah, most people would look at three Super Bowl appearances, two wins. It's kind of underachieving in a way. As great as we think Rodgers is, what is it, two Super Bowls, one win? What else does he need to do to really be in the conversation as greatest of all time? And does he finish his career as a Green Bay Packer? Well, I, you know, that's that's why I kind of think this MVP this year is a big thing for him. It, it, it's, it's given him an opportunity to try and differentiate himself from Tom Brady specifically. Tom Brady has – Three regular season MVPs. We know of all the success that he's had in the Super Bowls, all the Super Bowl MVPs that he has. But individually, this is an opportunity for Aaron Rodgers to separate himself. Now, if he wants to get in that conversation, he definitely needs to get back to a second Super Bowl. He definitely needs to win another Super Bowl and probably multiple Super Bowls if he wants to be compared with Tom Brady. Where he stands right now, legacy wise, he probably stands with the likes of, you know, a Peyton Manning. Um, and, and some of the other quarterbacks that have gotten themselves multiple Super Bowls. But Tom Brady's on a different echelon. He's on a different shelf. And he just separated himself so much more, especially going down to Tampa and winning it last year. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, this is something that he really wants. I don't necessarily think his time in Green Bay, that story has written its ending yet. And I can't help but believe that a nice finish to this season, um, at least an appearance in the Super Bowl would go a long way for him sticking around yet another season in Green Bay. Talking once again to John Kuhn, former Packer, also hosts the show on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee. John, we got about 90 seconds. How do you see this game playing out? Do you have a, a final score in mind? I definitely think that it's going to be a physicality game. You look back at the eight playoff games that the 49ers and the Packers have played since 1994 and the victor in all eight of those games have been the more physical team. And it's a four, four split right now. Um, I can't help but think that the Packers have addressed the fact that the last two playoffs, the last two times they've got outed in the playoffs has been because they have lost that physicality in the trenches. They've done everything to address that. I think they're primed. I think they're ready. And I just can't imagine that Aaron Rodgers lets his team fall short here in the divisional round against the 49ers, a team he struggled against mightily 0-3 against them in the playoffs. I think the Packers win a close one, but I think it's about a one score game. I think it's somewhere around 31 to 24. All right, thirty-one to twenty-four. That's a cover. So that would be a, just enough. To hey, get John. The cover. Good teams win. Great teams cover. <laughs> Tell the great people of Wisconsin to run out and bet Green Bay. 
Yeah, and look at the Packers against the spread this year. They're pretty darn good. Twelve and five against yeah. the spread. And I don't even count last week. I mean, the, that doesn't even Hold matter. On, we got to get we got to get it one time before he leaves. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Got it. John, appreciate it. There he is, John Coon, former stuff, Packers fullback, hosting a show up there in Milwaukee right now. It's the nightcap on Vison. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. There you go. It's never too early to prepare for the big game, and we want to make sure VSIN is part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs, and then on championship weekend, we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on vsin.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join vsin betting experts before, during, and after the action on vsin.com. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Got some interesting scores around college basketball right now as the six-ranked Duke Blue Devils in uh, the Achilles heel dome that is Tallahassee. Might yeah. as well be called that. I mean, seriously. It, I, I just remember years, they would be number one in the country going into Florida State, and Bobby Sura would be, you know, hitting threes all over the place. Shout out to Leonard, Leonard Hamilton. I mean, he does a heck of a the job ageless with that program, one. Man. I think he's 97 years old. <sighs> he looks like he's 43. He does a good job. He there. does a phenomenal job. Uh, Florida State up 52 to 46. And uh, we'll see if uh, the texter who said he's rolling with the road or the home dog parlay tonight, Miami and Florida State, see if that will come home uh, as, once again, that was shout out to Russell Smith. Appreciate the uh, tweet. Said he took the home dogs. Great play. We have cigar bet implications. We do, yeah. Kansas State is on the road at number 23, Texas, up one point with a minute and five left. Me and Tim have a cigar bet. I have the University of Kentucky. He has the University of Texas. Who finishes higher, I think, in the AP poll, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, Yes, I believe And that's at the end of the regular season, correct? 
That does not take into account conference tournament games and stuff. Did we determine that? Yeah. I thought it was just the end of the season. It's just the, that's what I said. No, I season. thought it was the end of the entire season. Whatever. I mean, we could do oh, that. Cool I think you're, you're in good shape. Kentucky's Because we have a last longer. Okay. Aaron Oster, our producer, just let me know. The last poll comes out after the conference tournament. That's fine. I just don't want Texas to get hot. I don't think they can in the Big 12. It's a tough conference. It is a tough conference. Uh, or it wouldn't be fair if Kentucky gets hot and wins the SEC and jumps. But we'll go into yeah. the, into the this would not conference be, tournament. That's this, fine. I tell you what, though. Texas Tech fans are laughing their, laughing their you-know-what's off right they now. They got right? their own issues Chris, They got mollywopped the other night, too. They're up 20 right now. No, the other night, State. though. Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, they lose their head coach to Texas in Chris Beard, and uh, right now they are taking care of business. My bet right now, just Wisconsin refusing to put away. I mean, look at those. You're wearing gray uniforms at home. That's gross. I don't get, you got a two-point thing, and so you're up five. I know. Yeah. But there's not putting them away. Look, I had a money line earlier today. There's no chance we were they up, don't cover two. You're, see, now you're trying too hard. <laughs> When you organically mushed our producer, it was okay. But now you're just trying to. He's been siding with you a lot lately. He's been siding with me? Yeah. I mean, Sean, that's. Talking about, well, the, the notes say that uh, we were going to the end of the conference tournament. He don't have no darn notes back there. <laughs> what are you talking about? He was just telling me, telling us that the last poll comes out. And he better hope I don't run into Danny Manning because I'm going to tell him. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think he cares too much about Danny Manning as. Uh, Michigan get get back in the wind column. They needed that one. They've been struggling. 83-64, the final score there uh, earlier tonight. So we got a couple of uh, college hoop games. There is a college hoop game coming up uh, at the top of the hour. Utah State and Fresno State uh, here at Circa. Fresno State laying three and a half at home against the fighting Ryan Odoms of Utah State. All right. John Kuhn just joined us. His prediction, 31-24. to 24. Agree, disagree, sounds about right. By the way, that would be decently over the total. So I know John wasn't trying to utilize the uh, the spread too much there, but the you know the total in this game sitting at forty seven and a half, actually forty seven here. So he's leaning towards the over based upon his prediction, but he felt like it's going to be a one score game and. Does like the Packers, thirty-one to twenty-four. Fair. Uh, because we lower scoring. I'm just struggling with that game right now. I'm, I'm, just, I'm still processing some information. I'm still getting. I got a few calls out. I'm waiting on some return phone calls. Um, As the final possession here for the Texas. And what I'm players. trying to figure out is. Man. Did San Francisco play great defense against? Uh, Bye-bye, Texas. Oh, yeah, that's good. They just lost to Kansas State. Kansas State now. So average. Uh, Texas? No, Kansas State. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, they're Especially they're a, not even. A road team? They're not even a uh, NIT team. But they get it done. They win 66-65. to 65. Oh, Kansas State players throwing the horns down. There you go. Good job. Yeah, does that even matter in basketball? Or football, for that matter, anymore? It's the dumbest thing ever. What, wait, ooh. Didn't football team lose oh, wait, to Kansas? Jesus, rough times. They did lose to Kansas, didn't they? Rough times in Austin. Lance Leipold. Uh, Texas will still make the tournament, but that's a that's an ugly loss. Lose you, I mean, that's a. I don't know. Aaron will do all that, but we can get. I mean, that's a 
So do you think San quad Francisco? Quad two, maybe even a quad three loss. That's a bad loss there for uh, for Texas. Who do you think is better on defense, Dallas or Green Bay? Green Bay. They only put up 23 against Dallas. Yeah. I and mean, the 24 so, part is what I'm – I mean, so I, they were up 17-0. They were running it down their throats. By the way, uh, if you played Kansas State on the money line – Go cash yourself that plus 450 ticket. Oh, my gosh. Stop yeah. for one second. First road win over a ranked team Jeremy since 2019. Roach made a bucket. <laughs> Jeremy Roach would be uh, the point guard of the Duke Blue Devils. Sean is a, uh, I would say, a large skeptic of his, his His family uh, his is well connected. It's just mean, man. You're just mean. He might be a great kid. I'm strictly evaluating his basketball production. Um, or lack thereof. I do think the Packers is better. My question is, Kevin King has been a uh, popular target for opposing quarterbacks. (laughs) And with Jair Alexander back, you know, all this is coming out. Matt LaFleur today told the media he's optimistic about Alexander and Smith. But, I mean, coming off an injury, for Zaire Smith, I think it's easier for him to just come in, you know, have a third down package for him. Get him rushing the quarterback. That's fine. But are you going to have Jair Alexander out there all game on an island? So that's my curiosity when it comes to Jair Alexander. Well, I'll say this. As long as he can tackle, he'll be fine. Because I think Kyle Shanahan's going to line up and try and play 1991-ish style football. Remember his dad at Denver? Mm-hmm. They're great teams. What they do, they ran the ball. He grew up with that being his mentor, that being his father, that being the kind of football he fell in love with. That's why Kyle is so excellent at designing the run game. Now, for me, their issue becomes, why was George Kittles not involved in the passing game against the Cowboys? And if that happens again against Green Bay, I just don't know that you can depend on Brandon Ayuk, even though he's played tremendous. Remember the play he made against the Bengals to win the game mm-hmm. to at the at the end of the year? I, I mean, so he's played tremendous, but, you know, Garoppolo needs all the weapons he can get. And for the Packers, I mean, they've got a first-team All-Pro that's probably going to be on Kittle duty. That's Devondre Campbell. Mm-hmm. He's he's really good, man. So, yeah, I, I I'm really was, thinking that I think this will be one of my 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 larger plays this weekend. I haven't finalized that yet, so you guys don't beat me to the window. But you're wearing your green today by Friday, I will be very clear on what I'm actually playing. So you guys got to tune in till Friday. It's called a tease. Yeah, I, I will give you my exact plays on Friday. Well, which way are you leaning right now? I'm leaning Green Bay. Yeah. Once again, I said my initial inclination was the 49ers. I don't like laying it with favorites all that often because weird things happen in postseason. But I just I feel like with the injuries building up here at the 49ers, with this Jimmy Garoppolo mysterious you know shoulder thumb situation going on, it's going to be negative five degrees. Uh, they're getting healthier. Um, it just it feels like <laughs> it feels like everything for the Packers is coming up on their side. Every Bakhtiari's back. Uh, Turner's going to be on the right side. Uh, you know, they've gotten healthier on the offensive line. That's been their issue. You still have, and it comes down to, 
The quarterback is certainly significantly better for the Packers. I think coaches slight advantage Shanahan, but are you kind serious? of close to a wash. Come on, Matt Lafleur is not gonna blow it like uh, McCarthy did. No. Yeah. Well, I, I last week it was a right. massive advantage yeah. for the San Francisco 49ers. Our good friend Patrick Everson. Where's <laughs> that early action coming in for divisional round weekend? It is the nightcap here on Vison. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 